Hi, and welcome to Author Uncut. I'm your host and author, Patrice Williams Marks. Today I'll be answering questions from my mailbag. <laughs> but first, if you enjoy my podcast, I'd be grateful if you spread the word by leaving a rating and a review. Author Uncut can be found wherever you enjoy listening to your podcast. I want to thank everyone who's contacted me either by social media or email. This is the first time answering questions from my listeners, so I am very excited. <laughs> I do respect the privacy of my listeners, however, so I will only be using their first name and last name initial. Okay, ready to go? Here's the first question. It's from Jose Z. The question is, did you want to be a writer as a kid? Um, well, I never really thought of being a writer as a kid. I just wrote. I wrote at every opportunity. But what I really remember wanting to do as a kid was either be a ballerina, an architect, a home designer, or stewardess. And that's what they called it during the time, not flight attendant. So I did accomplish a few of those. I took architecture in high school and that was really fun. I actually just took that class because there were a lot of guys who took the class and so it was fun being the only girl in the class. And as far as home decorating, home designer, I'm pretty damn good at it right now but I just do it for myself. I never took any ballet lessons so we can scratch that one off and I never even tried to be a flight attendant, but I have a very good friend who is a flight attendant, so I think that counts. Okay, thanks, Jose. The second question is from Michael W., and his question is, how do you know if your writing sucks? Well, what I'd say is, if nobody gets it, likes it, and that includes you, then your writing might suck. But be very careful because first drafts oftentimes suck. Give it a chance to breathe. Take courses, join a writer's group, and support each other so that your writing doesn't have to continue to suck. Okay? Okay, the third question is from Marcy L. And her question is, have I ever accepted and started reading a novel as a sensitivity reader only to wish I hadn't taken on the project? Well, that's a good question, Marcy, but the question is no. I'm in communication with the writer or creator of the content, and I learned so much about the project before accepting it. So I have had a few challenging pieces to read that had some racist content, which was unbeknownst to the writer. I just keep that in mind and continue. When I make a commitment, I stick with it. Okay, my next question is, by Larry O. Larry O, that is a ring to it. Okay, Larry, he asked me what my favorite book was. And I have to tell you right now, I've read so many, including some that haven't even been released, that I can't really tell you what my favorite book is right now as an adult. But I have a favorite one as a child. It's the 1970s book, 
Baked Beans for Breakfast by Ruth Chu. Do you guys remember that book? Have you even heard of it? It was later renamed in 1974, The Secret Summer. But I read it as Baked Beans for Breakfast, and I wish I still had a copy of it, because right now, if you try to get it, it's like $60, something like that. And the premise is these two runaway kids, they're brothers and sisters, they have a secret summer camping adventure. But let me tell you a little bit more about the story. You know, they're kind of upset that their parents are going off to Europe without them instead of going to the lake like they usually do as a family during the summer. And worse yet, you know, the babysitter that they're stuck with kind of appreciates and loves on the younger siblings and not these two older ones so they get jealous so the two of them decide to go to the lake themselves and they leave a note for the babysitter saying they're going to visit their grandmother and then they take a bus to the lake and then the adventure begins now I don't know if I paraphrased it right but it's a really warm-hearted story and it stuck with me. I believe I read it when I was in second grade, and it still holds true today. If you want to read the book for free online through the open library, I've included a link in the show notes. So thanks for that question, Larry. Number five is from Leslie Z. Leslie Z. I've had two people with last names have started with a Z today. That's unusual. But here we go. What are some traps aspiring writers fall into? Oh, this is also a good question. Thanks, Leslie. And not surprisingly, veterans fall into these traps as well, veteran writers. And a few of these traps are not finishing what you started or not even starting at all or being more interested in calling yourself a writer than actually writing. And the final one for me is not tackling it as a serious profession, which includes training and education. So not taking it seriously. So those are some of the traps. The sixth question is by Michelle M. Thanks for writing in, Michelle. She wanted to know if I ever considered writing under a pseudonym. Well, the answer is yes. And in fact, I actually do. I've written a few romance novels, and no, I'm not going to tell you the name that I used. So there you have it. There's something you learned about me. Question number seven is from Monique N. Her question is, do you need screenwriting software to write a screenplay or sitcom spec? Well, Monique, it would make life much easier I can tell you that professionals use Final Cut Pro and Movie Magic as its self formats and I personally use Final Cut but these you know software programs can run two three hundred dollars so that's a lot of money so for those who don't have it I suggest a free program it's called Writer Duet and you can find it at writerduet.com. It's a free online program. They do have a pro version, but the free version works wonderful. And it also self-formats. And I'll put the link to that program in the show notes for you. Thanks for asking. And here's my last question. It's from Maria A. And her question is, how many people make a living from writing books? 
Well, I had to actually look up some stats on this, and the latest report that I found was back from 2015, so I have to use those stats, and it said one in ten writers make a living. A report also found many authors do not earn minimum wage, with 17% being paid nothing in one full year. 17%! That's almost a quarter. So, here's another stat. Only 5% of authors earning 42.3% of all income from professional writers. So, there's only a top percentile of authors making big bucks. Sucks, right? <laughs> the successful authors are serious about their craft, keep at it, have more than just a few books released, and have multiple streams of income stemming from their books. So as an example, for me, you know I'm a sensitivity reader. I have a book on sensitivity reading on Amazon. I talk about the subject on this podcast, and I teach a course online. So that's multiple streams. But if you're lucky to land a big-time publisher, you won't need as many balls in the air like the rest of us. But you still have to deliver. So what did you want to be when you were a kid? Did it happen for you? Let me know by visiting my anchor.fm page, the link is in the show notes, and click on the button send voice message to leave me a voicemail. I may just use your voicemail in a future podcast. Join me next time when I go into further detail about the difference in writing a screenplay and a novel. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd be grateful if you spread the word by leaving a rating and a review. It really does help other listeners find me. And don't forget to tell your family and friends. Thank you so much. Author Uncut can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and wherever you enjoy listening. Want to suggest a show episode or get in touch? Visit me at AuthorUncut.com or send me an email at mailbag at patricewilliamsmarks.com. And finally, to join my email list, go to AuthorUncut.com. Until next time, write on.